0: You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayou Isan. Be blessed as you listen. But, I mean, Isaac knew the promise of God that he, God had given to his father Abraham, but God still had to speak that promise to Isaac. There are promises that have been documented in the scriptures, but we want to fellowship with God to hear what he is specifically saying to us. Let us look at another example in the scriptures, someone that escaped destruction. We remember the story of Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter 19, verse 15 to 17. God had sent angels because he was displeased with what was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah and he had decided to destroy it, but Lot lived there. And the Bible says the angels came to destroy the place, but Lot saw them and asked them to come into his home. And in verse 15, the Bible says, When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here. Previously, they had asked him, Who who is here with you? Your wife, your children, your sons, your sons-in-laws. Gather them, and Lot's sons-in-laws. They thought he was joking. They didn't believe him. They, They despised the word he spoke. And so they left them behind. So it says, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. If we're not going to be consumed in the perilous time, if we're not going to be consumed in the trial and in the tribulation, in the time of temptation, we need to hearken to the voice of God. If we're going to escape, we need to hearken, we need to hear and obey the instruction that God is giving us in this time verse 16 says and while he lingered see that Lot was lingering. He was delaying. It says, While he lingered, the men took hold of his hand, that's the angels, took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful. God in his mercy, I and mean, may God continually show us mercy, so that if we're about to delay, he will force us out of the place that he wants to end. He says, The Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. So, it came to pass, when they had brought them outside, then he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. That is, God had commanded the angels to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. That is, that place was going to soon become obsolete. And he said, Escape for your life. That was the instruction. Do not look behind you. That was the instruction. And a lot of times when God is done with a certain thing in our lives and he has brought tribulation to bring us out of that place, we keep looking behind. We keep holding on to the past. And the instruction was escape for your life. Do not look behind you. Nor stay anywhere in the plain, escape to the mountains, uh, lest you be destroyed. The angels were giving them direction where they needed to go. This is the way you need to go. Don't look behind. But remember, we remember that Lot's wife ended up looking behind. She was attached to what she had let go. She was attached to, to Sodom and Gomorrah, the things that she had enjoyed there. She looked back and the Bible says immediately there was judgment. She became a pillar of salt she became a pillar of salt because she looked back, because she disobeyed the command that was given that do not look behind you. And a lot of times if we're going to enter into the place that the Lord has prepared for us, we cannot afford to look behind us. We must not look behind to the things that we see with our eyes. We must begin to look forward to the things that are not yet visible. We must begin to look forward to the things that are not yet seen. We must look forward to the invisible things that God has commanded will take place. says, escape for your life. Go to the mountains. And so, in the same way, we must begin to seek the way of escape from the Lord, the word of the Lord that will bring us to the place that he has prepared for us. Hebrews chapter two, verse one to four, we see this. The Bible says, therefore we must give the most earnest heed. We must pay careful attention to the things that we have heard, lest we drift away. Says in verse two, for if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, The words spoken through the angels to Lot proved steadfast. They said, don't look back. His wife looked back. She became a pillar of salt. They said, escape for your life. Move out. Don't look here. Don't stay here. Move forward to the mountains. It says, if the words spoken through angels proved steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward. Lot's wife received the just reward. She disobeyed and transgressed the words spoken by the angels and she became a pillar of salt. Verse 3, this is so important. It says... How shall we escape? How shall we escape? That is the question. How shall we escape? The Lord with the temptation has provided the way of escape. The Bible says in verse 3, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? That is, if we neglect so great the salvation of God, we shall not escape. If we neglect the word that the Lord is commanding, we shall not escape. says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? If Isaac had neglected the word of the Lord that came to him and had gone down to Egypt, he would not have escaped the famine. He escaped the famine even though he was in the land of famine because he obeyed the voice of God and he dwelt in that land. Lot and his daughters escaped destruction because they hearkened to the voice of the angels. It says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord? So this salvation is something that is spoken. This salvation is contained in the words that are spoken. He says, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will that is God bore witness to that word, to that word of salvation with signs and wonders diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit. He says if we are going to escape we must pay attention to that great salvation which has been spoken unto us by the Lord we must hear what the Lord is saying. He says this is how we are going to escape. He says we escape if we do not neglect this great salvation. The Bible says in Peter that the prophet spoke con- Concerning the salvation that was going to come to you. They spoke concerning the grace uh, that was going to come unto us. uh, Says we are receiving the goal of our faith. uh, The target, uh, the target of our faith is for that salvation. Uh, We are targeting that salvation. That is we are exercising faith uh, to hear the instruction of God. We are exercising faith not primarily for bread alone. Uh, We are exercising faith uh, for every word that is proceeding from the Mouth of God. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. Deuteronomy 8:3 says, the, the just shall live by every word. The man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We are exercising faith to receive every word that is proceeding from the mouth of God. So that we are infused with the faith of God that will move mountains, that will bring us out of the perilous time into the place, into the the land that is flowing with milk and honey that the Lord has prepared for us. That's where we eat bread without scarcity that the Lord has prepared for us. It says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord? And so we must understand, what was it that was spoken by the Lord? What was it that was spoken by the Lord Jesus? Because if we neglect what he was saying, he says, how shall we neglect that we are neglecting the great salvation? And so what is it that the Lord Jesus kept telling his disciples when he was upon the earth? And I'm just going to share a few scriptures concerning The principle that Jesus operated under when he was teaching and speaking to his disciples that revealed the great salvation of God. This is the key. And it coincides with what God was teaching the children of Israel in the wilderness. When they were going through that perilous time, when they were going through that turbulent time, it says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's why the scripture says, seek, do not worry about your life. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, what you shall wear, man cannot live by those things. Says the whole world is seeking after those things. That is what the world seeks after. Your father knows you have need of these things. That is, he knows what you need even before you ask. It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye first the word of the Lord. That's that the kingdom of God. The Bible says as if a man should cast seed into the ground, that seed is the word of God. God is the one that is casting his seed into our hearts. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God is righteous. He wants to perform his word. He wants to fulfill his word. It says, so shall my word be that proceed out of my mouth. Isaiah 55. It shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish what I please. It shall fulfill the purpose for which I have sent it. We are asking God to send his word unto us for contain in his word is the way of escape, With every, with every trial, with every tribulation, there is a word that God has sent, attached to that trial and tribulation, that is the way of escape. The Bible says, Moses knew the ways of God, the children of Israel only knew the of God. They only understood the manifestations. They didn't understand. They were not, they didn't submit themselves. They didn't humble themselves to learn the ways of God, the ways of escape, the ways of his salvation that will bring. Was Moses always delivering the people because he hearkens to the voice of God. He brought them through through the Nile River by hearing what God has said, stretch forth your rod and move forward. God said, move forward. Stop looking back. Stop looking at the people that are chasing you. Move forward. Don't look back. Move forward. The children of Israel, no matter what happened, they were always thinking about what they enjoyed in Egypt. They kept looking back. They kept on remembering the times of Egypt. And God was saying, look, I am done with those things. Those things have become obsolete in your lives. Look forward. Look ahead. Receive my way of escape. And if you obey my voice, you will eat the good of the land. But with many of them, God was not pleased because they They neglected the voice of the Lord. Let's see this great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord Jesus. John chapter 3, verse 32 to 34, the Bible says, And what he has seen and heard, talking about Jesus, that he testifies. What was this salvation that Jesus spoke of? The Bible says, What he has seen and heard, that he testifies, and no one receives his testimony. Verse 33 says, he who has received his testimony has certified that God is true. Verse 34 says, for he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God does not give the spirit by measure. That is Jesus was speaking, God sent him and what was he doing? He was speaking the words of God. What was this great salvation that Jesus was communicating to the people? The words of God. He didn't speak of his own accord. What he communicated to the people was what he had heard and seen from the Father. John chapter 7 verse 16 to 17, Jesus answered them and said, my doctrine is not mine, my teaching is not mine, but he's who sent me. If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. Said, I don't speak on my own authority. What I say is what the father has taught me to say. My teaching, this doctrine is not my own. What I am telling you is what I have heard from the father. Jesus was speaking instructions from the father unto the people. Says, my teaching is not mine. What I have heard is what I'm communicating to you. Jesus, the salvation he was communicating to the people was what he had heard from the father, what he had heard from heaven. John chapter eight, verse 26 to 27, it says, I have many things to to say and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. That was the great salvation. I say to the world those things which I heard from him. We must of necessity hear from him. Says, I speak to the world those things which I heard from him. They did not understand that he spoke to them of the father. That was the salvation. That Jesus was communicating the words of the father unto the people. John chapter 8, verse 28, second part it says, I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. We mustn't neglect this great salvation, what the Father is saying unto us through the revelation of Jesus Christ. John 15, verse 15 says, No longer do I call you servants, for as a servant does not know what his master is doing, but For a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all the things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. That was the great salvation. That was the great salvation which we must not neglect if we are going to escape If we are going to operate or walk in the way of escape uh, from the time of tribulation, so that we can bear the time of tribulation, we must hear what the Father is saying unto us. He says, even though I give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, you will hear your teachers instructing you, telling you this is the way to go. This is the way to go. Walk ye in it. There is a way of escape in the time of trial and tribulation that the Lord wants to teach says, but as my father taught me, I speak these things unto you. John 17, verse 6 to 8, when Jesus was praying, he says, I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known all things which you have given me are from you. For, why? For I have given to them the words which you have given me. That is how Jesus operated. This is how Jesus communicated the salvation of God by giving to the people the words that God had given to him. It says, and they have received them. This is how Jesus manifested the name of the Father unto his disciples by giving them the words that God had given to him. It says, they received them and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. Him that the Lord has sent speaks the words of God. God is now speaking unto what? Jesus now is sitting at the right hand of the Father. He says, but this is why I must send to you another comforter, the Holy Spirit. He will not speak of himself. He will not speak on his own authority. That which he hears, he will transmit unto you. He will take the things of mine and he will reveal them unto you. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 12. The way of salvation is found in hearing what the Lord is saying unto us now. The Bible says, today, if you will hear his voice, do not rebel. Hebrews chapter 4. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not rebel like the children of Israel did in the wilderness. That is in Hebrews. Let's look at that. Hebrews chapter 4. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says from verse Hebrews chapter 3, from verse 7. It says, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness. The people rebelled against the word of the Lord. They rebelled against his voice. It says, Where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works, 40 years, therefore I was angry with that generation. It says they were scattered in the wilderness. And said they always go astray in their hearts and they have not known my ways. God was trying to teach them his ways through every word that was coming out of his mouth. They have not known my ways, so I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest. It says, Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is still called today, today, if you will hear his voice. And that's what the Lord is saying to us. Today, if you will hear his voice, let us begin to seek not bread, but every word that is proceeding out of the mouth of God. I assure you, when you receive and obey the instructions proceeding out of the mouth of God, you will discover bread in abundance. A land that floats with milk and honey. A land where you will eat bread without scarcity. A land without famine, even though you might dwell in a place of famine. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25. The Bible says was comparing two mountains prior to this. Comparing two mountains. Mount Sinai, where the people were afraid when they heard the voice of God. They said, we don't want to hear that voice directly anymore. It says, now Mount Zion, we have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to the Blood of the new covenant. The new covenant, the covenant that God is making with us now is that he's going to put his law, his word, his instructions in our hearts and write them upon our minds. Every one of us shall know the Lord from the least to the greatest. That is the covenant. If we will believe, that shall be our experience. God is going to put his law by his spirit, writing them in our hearts, in our minds. He will put his thoughts in our hearts and in our minds. He will open our ears to hear what he's saying unto us. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25 to 29. The Bible says, see that you do not refuse him who speaks. That is the message. See, don't be like the Israelites who rebelled against him who was speaking. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape, hear that word again, they did not escape. If they did not escape, who refused him who spoke on earth? That is the reason why they did not escape. It's because they refused him who spoke on earth. That is why they didn't enter into his rest. He that has entered into God's rest has ceased from their own labors. So they continue to labor in life because they refused him who speaks So see that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. So don't don't turn with an evil heart of unbelief. Exercise faith for that salvation that is ready to be revealed in this last time. God wants to reveal his word. God is speaking from heaven. He's speaking from heaven to us through his spirit. Says verse 26, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised saying, yet once more, I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. God is shaking things around, says his voice is the one shaking things around. Those who do not hearken to his voice uh, will be consumed by that shaking, but those who hear his voice will escape. Says, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised saying yet once more, I shake not only the earth but also heaven. His voice is the one doing the shaking. If we ignore it, we will be shaken. But if we do not neglect this great salvation, we shall escape says, now this yet once more indicates the removal of things that are being shaken. God is making some things obsolete. God is shaking things to make them obsolete in our lives and in our experience. Says, now this yet once more indicates God is removing certain things, removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made so that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. The things that are made, the things that are made man-made so that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. There are certain things God wants to remain and here it is in verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. The kingdom that cannot be shaken is the kingdom that is to remain. How do we receive this kingdom? By receiving or hearing not turning away from him who is speaking from heaven. That is God said, if you call upon me, if you call upon me, I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. The Bible says, eye has not seen, air has not heard, neither has entered into the heart of any man the things that the Lord has prepared for them that love him, prepared for them that will trust him, exercise faith, exercise faith for salvation. That is the exercising faith to hear what the Lord is saying unto them from heaven. It says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, this is why the Lord Jesus taught, seeking first the kingdom of God. Jesus was teaching what the Father was revealing to him to tell the world. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom which cannot be shaken. How do you receive the kingdom? By not refusing him that is speaking from heaven. That is the way of escape. He says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace. Grace. By which we may serve God. This is how we begin to serve God. By receiving his kingdom that cannot be moved. By not refusing his words from heaven. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter four, he says he allowed you or he caused you to hear. Let me, let's turn there before I end it. Deuteronomy chapter four. The purpose of hearing God's voice it says in verse 36, out of heaven he let you hear his voice so that he might instruct you. Says, on earth he showed his great fire and you heard his words out of the midst of the fire. Says, out of heaven he let you hear his voice so that he might instruct you. That is the purpose of hearing from him who speaks from heaven. We are receiving instruction. We are in receiving his instruction. We are receiving his law. That is how we receive a kingdom that cannot be moved. When we receive his instruction, we are receiving grace by which we may serve God acceptably, with reverence and godly fear. It says, for our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a consuming fire. And so that is the word of the Lord, to hear him who is speaking from heaven. The focus of prayer, we're exercising faith for that salvation. She says, receive the implanted word of God that is able to save your souls. That is, the source of that salvation is by receiving the word of God, receiving him that is speaking unto us from heaven. The Lord is speaking. Do not be confused about that. In the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of this trial tribulation, there is the way of escape attached to it. There is something that the Lord is saying he wants us to discover it is the glory of God to conceal a matter it is the glory of kings to search it out the Bible says the secret things belong to God but the things that are revealed they belong unto us and unto our children so that there can be a fulfillment of that which is written the way of escape is found in seeking the words that are every word that is proceeding out of the mouth of the Lord and God will open our ears to hear it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I give you thanks for this time. I pray that you cause your word to take root in the hearts of your people. I ask you to open every heart, open every eye, every ear, to hear your voice, uh, Open every eye to behold your word and to be transformed to the same image. Open our hearts to receive your word and to be transformed and so that we can prove the good, the perfect and your acceptable will in the mighty name of Jesus. Plant your kingdom in our hearts. Write your laws in our minds so that we can know you and do that which is pleasing unto you each and every day of our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you all for listening. God bless you all and have a blessed and fruitful week in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.